Hey, what's up, guys? I am so thrilled to have you here. This is the first time I'm ever attempting this podcast. I'm literally like recording in my garage, looking at my creative space and talking into my phone. <laughs> and you know, Alexander just went to bed and I had just posted something on my Facebook and I've been wondering like, what am I going to do for my very first messy mom bun Monday? Like, what am I going to do? And, um, I know a lot of you are like, yeah, but Cordy, you posted on a Wednesday or a Tuesday, whatever. Um, and at the same time, I'm like, I get it, but I haven't really been like super inspired to actually like kick it into gear and actually do the podcast because it does, you know, you have to do specific things and pay for specific things to make it something legit and something that people will want to listen to and, or can listen to because you'll get on all these platforms and like all these other things and, um, Anyway, so I just decided that I would start this, and I want to start my first episode on my post. So, the one that I was referring to today. Basically, it was a, you know, calling all mommies, let's talk about postpartum bellies, you know, kind of thing. And it's funny because I never thought that this would be, like, my first topic. <laughs> it's so random. But I but you know what's funny? It's not random because I feel like every woman who's ever had a baby, whether you have lasting stretch marks or if you have bounced back to your post mommy body, you know, fuck yeah to those women. That's awesome. Um but also fuck yeah to us other women cuz we popped out babies too, but the point being that I was thinking, like, man, I wonder if I'm feeling this way about myself because I'll, I'm not going to lie. I have been so mean to myself ever since my son was born. You know, I've really been, and it's been affecting me. And uh, so I thought maybe I should just get it out there on Facebook with like a, like a question. And then all these women have came forward, which is freaking awesome. Like, I'm so thankful for all of you because now I'm going to get to like do this campaign and I can't wait to like get everybody's thoughts and we can really make something cool. Like we can just do a cool little project to promote postpartum mommy bellies because we're fucking great. And uh, so... You know, I've been really mean to myself, and I thought, if I am feeling this way about myself, then, so, hey! Okay, so my husband actually just walked in. <laughs> he brought me a coat because he thought I would get cold outside. Uh, yeah, it's pretty freaking cold where I am. But anyway, back to the good stuff. Like, that's also, like, what I want this movement to be about, is that it's just, like, man... I want this podcast to just represent like real life, like real moms with real bodies and real people because I don't know. I just feel like there's so much fakeness out there and I don't know who to trust. Like even going on YouTube and like trying to find like advice from other moms or like what would you do if and it's like so hard to tell sometimes if people are genuine about their advice or like if there's another motive and I don't know. That could just be me being crazy. But either way. Uh, I'm just so happy to have all of you here with me. And this is just going to be kind of like a mini, I don't know, like just like a mini project. I don't know. I'm going to see where it goes and hopefully it does well. And if it doesn't, well, then I'm just going to do it for fun. And that's cool too. So anyway, uh, back to the post, 
Yes. So I'm excited to have all of you kind of like give me your stories and like definitely like funny pictures and fun pictures because I totally want to see the tiger stripes. I was so hard on myself about my tiger stripes um, because I didn't get stretch marks until three days before I was going to give birth to my son. Ugh. Oh my gosh, I was so mad. <laughs> I literally like bursted out into straight up meltdown mode. And my husband's just like, um, you know, he's such a good guy. Yeah. <laughs> and he's so great. He was just like, babe, you're beautiful. Like you earned them and you're a tigeress. And like, he really like stuck by me through that time because like, you guys know that shit is so not easy to deal with. And for any woman out there who says that it was just like, oh, it was just so perfect. And pregnancy was beautiful. Like I'm Snow White and the seven dwarves, you know, like whatever, you know, great for those women. But man, ouch, mine was definitely not like that. Um, it was the kind of the opposite almost, I guess we had a lot of bumps in the road, but we really did stick together. It really showed how strong our relationship truly is. So, you know, high five out there to all the dads and, uh, or boyfriends or men who are raising kids that aren't theirs. Like, fuck yeah, you guys rock too. But back to the mom stuff. Um, <laughs> Uh, it feels so weird, like, talking in my garage, like, looking at all my stuff. It's just so weird. I feel like I started from the very, very bottom. And then after I had my son, it's, like, it's all been worth it. And everything is different. Like, I don't know if you guys feel that way, too. Like, after you had kids, you know, after you got over the whole... Maybe you never got over the stretch marks. But, like, after you were able to, like, calm down and, like, know that your husband or boyfriend isn't going to leave you because you have them or maybe someone did leave you and like you were so vulnerable and you had to start like literally all over but with an infant that you would literally give your life for I totally ugh, feel for all of you and it's just I don't know if any of you have felt the same way but like after you have your kids you almost get this like Ugh, this like this jolt of like I gotta get my ass into gear like I'm a mom now I'm not saying that's how it is for everybody but that's uh that's definitely how it felt for me and th the podcast is really going to contain more of stuff like this you know of like moms who have gotten through their depression or still live with their postpartum depression because they are out there because trust me it's real um and I definitely think that we should talk about it. It doesn't have to be like a pissing match, you know, like I feel like that's what a lot of like Facebook rants are. It's just like, oh, this happened to me. And then everyone's like relating to it. And it's almost like and it's always like someone like one up somebody with their story or like gives this super sappy like I'm so sorry that this is happening to you. I don't know. I feel like this podcast will be more fun to like vent stuff like that. And I would love to hear from all of you so that I can actually put something together and like represent us. I think that'd be super cool. So uh thank you all for still listening. And thanks for, you know, believing in me because there's a lot of you who have known me since I was in like elementary school there's some of you who have known me since I was in high school and some of you who have known me you know who were through all the scary bad crazy like stuff and great stuff all the same time like I feel like I've lived a really cool 
life. Not an easy one, but definitely overall pretty cool. And I've never had, and maybe some of you moms feel that way too. Like before you had kids, like you definitely were fucking living it up, man. You could do whatever you wanted. And sometimes for us women, that's like, I could watch Grey's Anatomy until fucking three or four in the morning if I wanted to and still be totally cool. Or like I could drink this whole bottle of wine in the bathtub while I am, you know, I don't know, hitting a fatty. I'm just saying every mom's got their, (laughs) every mom's got their niche. Like before when, you know, how they felt before they were pregnant and had to do all the the craziness. And so this episode is really just, uh, kind of introducing the podcast and that, and I want to hear from all of you. Like, let me know what your stories were. If you women, any women out there want to participate in this little group study that I'm going to do, um, let me know. And I don't mean that in like a weird scientific like group study. It's like more of a, <laughs> it's more of like, I, I want to, I want to see how all of these other mommies are doing too. Like, it's so important for us to all check up on each other and to be nice to each other. Seriously, like, for real ladies, we got to be so much nicer to each other because man, we are, if we're mean to ourselves, how is, how in the world are we going to be genuinely nice to other people? You know what I mean? I, uh, I just feel like after my son was born, I took a whole different demeanor. And so it went from like being able to do whatever I wanted and doing this pre-mom persona and pre-mom bod and life was good. Like, I mean, uh, it was pretty, uh, life, there's always drama. There's always complicated stuff from time to time. But like at that moment before Nick and I had gotten pregnant, everything was pretty good. Like we had moved to Arizona. We had gotten our car all the way across the country. We got our little, like Nick got me a car, like all these things. And we got jobs right away and it was great. Like everything was good. And then all of a sudden, you know, we got pregnant and it was, oh my gosh, it was just... And we were trying, like, you know, we were trying and we thought that it was going to be like, oh man, we should do this because, you know, you're 33 and I'm 26 and like, you don't want to be super old when you're a dad and I don't want to be super old as a mom, but then man, 26 and I'm like, holy shit, am I old enough to be a mom yet? <clears throat> High five to all of the underage moms out there or just like teen moms, whatever, single moms, all you moms. Holy shit. I couldn't do it. There's no way. And my husband always says, you know, yeah, you could have. You could have definitely done it. You didn't need me through the pregnancy. Like, you're so strong. And I'm like, oh my gosh, whatever. Like, for the women out there who go through that alone, oh my god, man, that's so... I'm not even saying that I feel bad for you because it's not that. It's more like I... Oh man, you must be so strong, dude, because I don't know if I could have done that. I probably would have fallen apart, you know? Um... So I'm so glad that all of you women and mommies out there, you know, because there's women out there who have tried to be mommies or have been mommies, but miscarried, you know, there's all kinds of mommies out there who, for babies, they, they count, <laughs> um, who I feel like need the message now to just come together and be nice to each other and like, listen to each other. You don't, nobody, not everybody has to like relate to everybody. You know what I mean? Like some people don't want that. Some people just want to hear your story, not necessarily a story that's just like their story so that it can seem like they're relating to you. You know, like I want to hear all the crazy shit, like crazy, simple, you know, easy or hard, whatever. Like I want that raw, 
this is what I go through on a regular basis as a mom living with postpartum depression who has suffered from or, you know, may think that they um, just aren't who they thought they were going to be. You know, I definitely want all of us to come together and just know that we are so much more than what we ever thought we could be. Like we grew a human being and some of us even if it was only for a little while it still counts like that's incredible and you know to all those mommies out there who adopt and things like that you guys were already moms you know you were born moms and you were born to take care of these babies that had moms that weren't ready you know so I'm just so happy to start something like this so that all of us can really come together and realize like we're all moms. We all struggle with things like postpartum depression. It is so normal. Like you shouldn't feel like when you go to the doctor and they give you that fucking clipboard that like makes you circle your answers of like, oh, you know, do you feel like harming yourself? Do you this? Like, how do you put that on a piece of paper? I feel like that is so not genuine like I and it makes me want to be like uh no because I definitely don't want to talk about it because I'm going to feel super judged you know what I mean I don't get me wrong I'm not thinking like that right now I'm just it's an example you know and um for for those of you who have those forms I'm also here to say that you should fill them out honestly like as in, if you do feel like that you should you should say it you should talk to your doctor it is not uncommon to have postpartum depression like those clipboards aren't necessarily there to make you feel like you're doing something wrong you know like like you're filling out something in detention because you got postpartum depression and that's not normal you should be so happy with your new baby and your life and blah 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 you know that's fucking bullshit that's not a thing i mean maybe for some women but i feel like for every woman at some point after the baby is born, it's like, holy fuck, what did I just do? Because, whoo, you know, for real, like, I, I know that I felt like that. I was like, holy shit, why did I do that? <laughs> oh, that hurt, you know, but um, I see Alexander now and I saw him before. And, you know, that's another thing I want to talk about. Like, I know that a lot of women, you know, with this campaign, I know that a lot of women have not had that moment of, you know, ta-da, my baby's here. I'm a mother. You know, the birds are chirping. You know, you get the little sounds, the little cradle baby sounds whenever you leave the, you know, whenever you leave the hospital, like delivery into the postpartum, you know, and man, I just remember not feeling like Snow White or like a Disney princess after I had a baby, you know, I felt like garbage. Oh, it was like instant relief for sure. Like I could breathe again. Things were good for like a split second. (laughs) And then, you know, it all like gets like it's kicks in that like first of all you have this human life who needs and depends on you to be awake at all the all times of the day and um that's hard uh and especially being a single mom like that's so fucking hard dude i could no i tell women because they're always like oh i have baby fever and like i've heard like younger girls like 16 17 oh it makes me want to have a baby and I'm like, oh my God, please don't say that. Ugh. Like, just wait. Because, you know, I feel like the only reason why this 
motherhood is fun for me right now. Like my experience after he's been born has been wonderful as far as how my husband has been helping me tremendously. You know, I got really lucky. I don't think a lot of women talk about that either. Like it's really hard to not have a support system. You know, it's really hard to not have someone that physical contact, you know, like there's been some nights and days that like just the touch of like Nick's hand on my shoulder, is like all I needed to get through that hour of my day because I was just so depressed. Like, you know, I was so, I was still so big and my feet were still so swollen. My face was swollen. Like my own, I was in so much pain guys. Like he was in my birth canal for 18 hours. I, th I was in the hospital for a week. You know, we, I was, and that's like after I had the baby. So I was in the hospital for three days because I was in labor for three days. And then I was in, I was admitted for another week because of all kinds of things. And so Nick actually was there more for Alexander than I could have been. You know, he had to leave right away. I got to hold Alexander for like 30 seconds and then they took it from me and Nick I was like, you need to stay with our baby. And he was like, okay. And he never left him. He never left him. And I, um, luckily I had my mom and I had my best friend and I had my aunt and things like that who were just like, so, and my dad and Sarah were there too, you know, my other mom. And it was, it was good. The support system I had there was definitely good, but man, I did not have that aha moment. And that almost made me feel like a bad mom. Because I feel like the standard or the norm that's been set has been like, you should be so happy. And that's like circling back to like why I even brought up the whole doctor thing. Because like, it's, I don't think it's as common as like people are making it sound like. I literally, uh, I mean, I felt the instant relief. Yes. As soon as he was born. But like when I got to hold him, it was like, I was so fucking exhausted that I was just like, just take him. Like, I feel like I can't even hold him. Like, I'm not strong enough right now. I'm just, I don't want to drop it, you know, kind of thing. I didn't say that, but they took him anyway because he had some stuff going on. But, um, you know, and I'm just saying, I didn't start feeling the love build. Like, I feel like it's been growing and growing. Like, every, every time he like looks at me and I know he's listening and he's like smiling and making noises and he's making those milestones. He's doing all these things because we're teaching, you know, I'm teaching him and my husband's teaching him and his you know, grandparents and all these people are influencing him. And I think that's just incredible. You know, like I think that's where the love happens. You know, that's where I really felt my bond with him is knowing that he's literally depending on me to teach him his way of life so that he can become someone who he's confident in someday. So, like, that's why I think it's important to talk about it, too. Because I think that we should totally normalize the fact that it's okay to have depression. But when you know you have it, you should definitely talk to someone. And you should reach out to people. And we should really have more faith in each other as moms. Like if you're someone who judges other moms because like apparently you think that you had it all figured out from the very beginning, I think you should reanalyze that. I'm not saying that you're wrong because you know, what do I know? What if you really were just this fucking rock star did everything perfect and your kids, you know, going to Juilliard, whatever, you know, 
But uh, I definitely didn't feel like I knew what I was doing. I had a, I didn't know how to feel. I didn't. I was like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. I've been preparing for this for nine months, but nobody prepared me for like this part. This part where I have to breastfeed even when my nipples are like cracked and bleeding and bruised and, you know, oh my God, dude, I just, oh. And I, you know, I only breastfed for like three months because my son was always on my boob, you know, like a, we called him the little booby shark. <laughs> um, but, uh, dude, nothing about the next part after you birth the baby is easy at all. Like it, I'm five months in and I still feel like I got hit by a fucking truck. I don't know if any of you feel that way. And some of you might be like years in, like your depression is still there and your body still hurts. And like, cause I've heard all kinds of horror stories, like women getting poked with the needle and it was wrong. Like I got poked three times and I will tell you right now, my back has not been the same and it's been five months. It's so cold outside. You know, I'm really warm cause I got like a heater in my garage and like, uh, my husband brought me a coat, um, and, uh, stuff, but like, oh man, that time was the worst. And nobody prepared me for it. Like, not until it was, like, way too late. Until it was like, oh, you're going to get induced? Oh, well, here's stuff that people didn't tell you. You should buy this, and you should do this, and you should do that. And I did a lot of YouTube research um, on, like, what to pack in a bag. But, like, ugh. That was, like, the least of my problems, dude. Like, packing a bag? Like, that was what I thought was going to be the hard part. It's like, oh shit, I got to pack for my hospital stay. <laughs> I'll probably be there for a day or two, you know? And I did not even think that I was going to be there that long, first of all, that I was going to be in labor for that long, that I was going to have such a tough time after getting out of the hospital. Like my husband had to go back to work. My mom had to go back home. I was only two weeks pregnant or two weeks postpartum and I had to go back to fucking work, dude. Because, you know, as a server, and I'm not going to name, like, companies or anything like that. Because, honestly, that company that I was working for was absolutely amazing. They did whatever they could to accommodate me. And I absolutely love them. Well, I mean, I could say Cheesecake. Yeah. I definitely, I loved Cheesecake Factory in Mesa. So, shout out to all you girls if you're listening. Um, and to all you guys. Because I know my guys listen too. Cooks in the back. Hey. Anyway. So, uh, I just... Oh man, they were great to me. They definitely helped me out that way. Um, as far as like, I had to go back after two weeks and like, I still feel like I was hit by a truck, but two weeks after I went back, suited up, like literally a tie, a, a tire. And as a server, like luckily at Cheesecake Factory, we have busters, but we pre-bust and we do all these things. Like it's not easy work. And I made it probably three hours and I was like, holy crap, I think... I mean, I felt like I was a hundred more pounds. It was like the adrenaline had worn off at the fact that it's like, yeah, I'm two weeks. Yeah, I am two weeks postpartum and I'm working. Yeah. And then all of a sudden I'm like, oh my God, I need to like go lay down. Like I'm so exhausted. I have not worked like this. You know, my body's not ready. My insides are still going back to where they were supposed to be. You know, like, oh my gosh, so much shit is happening. And you're probably like, I was still like wearing diapers. Like I literally had to wear Depends to work. And I'm sure nobody noticed, but it was like, because I was still bleeding because I had kind of bled for a while. Um, 
And I think I started my period right afterwards. And then I started breastfeeding and I haven't had a period since. Well, no, I recently just got my next one. So I went like three months without having one. And I only did breastfeed for three months. So that is true. That does happen. Your period can stop because mine did. But anyway, um, and they were just like, hey, how you feeling? And everyone was so helpful. Oh my God. They were so helpful. They were so wonderful. And all the mommies there too talked about postpartum depression. Like they, I'm not going to name names because obviously that's not the point. It's more of like the fact that there are other women who feel the same way that I do. Like the first, I, I'm not going to lie. The first time I was talking to people, I, I felt like I needed to be like super fake. And be like, oh my God, yeah, I'm so happy. Oh my gosh, everything's worth it. No, like nothing was worth that pain. I mean, no, I, that's that's wrong. My son was worth the pain. You know, don't get me wrong. But, oh man, like I could, oh man, man. I was, breastfeeding was so hard. Breastfeeding was hard. I was awake all the time. You mommies have been there. Even when you don't breastfeed, you are literally awake all the time. Every like three to four hours you're awake and it's like sleep deprivation that I didn't even know was a thing. Like, and I've like partied till the break of dawn and then went and, you know, sold cars for 12 hours, you know, and I was fine. And then I partied some more, you know, it's like post post mommy was, was, you know, just pumped full of energy all the time. And now post, you know, now I'm like, holy shit. I, Oh man, I am exhausted. And yes, I do struggle with postpartum depression. I do hardcore. And I'm very thankful that I have Nick because he definitely deals with his own demons. And he right now has been nothing but de devoted and dedicated to our little family that we've been creating. And it definitely has helped, you know, but that's been something that I haven't wanted to talk to my doctor about. You know, I haven't. I've thought about going to see a therapist. I've thought about doing something to like make myself feel more normal. And you know what's crazy? Now that I'm doing this, I feel a lot more normal. Like I feel like I feel like other moms would listen to this because I feel like they go through the same thing that I do every single day. Like if not worse than me. And Again, it's not a pissing match. So like whether you suffer from it like a little bit from time to time or it's like fucking all day long that you fight that demon. Sure. Whatever it may be and everything in between. We are and have all been there. And it's totally okay. It's totally okay. And that is what I'm going to end my podcast on for the first episode. So definitely... Check out my Facebook, my YouTube, check out my Twitter, my Instagram, all that good shit. And I will, and my SoundCloud, because I'll be putting my podcast on SoundCloud and on iTunes here real soon. So um, thanks again to everyone who's listening. Thank you to all of the mommies who are so excited to tell me your stories and to tell me about your postpartum and to let me have the scoop, you know, as, uh, as we go through this journey, like I definitely want everyone to stay open and honest and, and like, seriously, like brutally honest. I don't care if it's TMI, like tell me the goods and, um, let's get through the postpartum depression together. You know, I feel like if we talk about it, it might help. 
and I hope that it helps. That's the whole point of all of this. So I'm about to log off and I would love to hear from all of you mommies and I will go ahead and post another podcast this Monday on basically the next episode of this. Uh, so it's going to be like answering questions with postpartum postpartum moms. So I'm, I want to hear all your questions. I want to hear all your stories. I want to know all of it. And I'm going to kind of put something together and I'm going to review everything and it's going to be super cool. I'll probably have a, a guest, maybe two. Shit, we might even have a conference call. You know, <laughs> anyway, happy Thanksgiving to everybody who's listening. And thank you so much. And I love all of you out there. Again, be nice to yourself this holiday weekend. Eat some fucking turkey, girl. You eat it. Eat that cake. Just kidding. I'm so, so ready to go inside and eat because I'm starving, clearly. Anyway, um, logging out. Thank you so much, moms. I'm so excited to hear your stories. Go ahead and uh, click on the link below to comment, or you can feel free to comment. You can do whatever your heart desires. Call me, text me, whatever. Okay. Love you guys. Bye.